Breaking news from The Athletic. This is John Hayes from The Athletic with breaking news. Dustin Johnson wins the Masters. It's his first Masters title, his second major championship. Brendan Quinn, The Athletic's golf writer, was on the scene. Brendan, how did DJ get it done? I mean, wire-to-wire mastery, I think, would be the only real way to describe that. Um, You know, going 65 70 65 68 20 underscore it's breaks the 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 all-time net low at augusta national you know it's better than tiger's performance in 97 it's better than spieth when he shot 18 under um it was just clinical he was so in control of his game from tee to green um that really just no one could ever keep up you know, today it became pretty clear early he, he was he was going to have to do something preposterous to to lose this league because no one was going to go. You know, there there was not a 62 out there today. There was not a six. I think the 60, 63 is the all time low score. Greg Norman. Um, you know that that was just not happening. So he was going to have to just have some kind of meltdown out there. And you know, to his absolute credit, early on he you know he it wasn't sunshine and roses there the, through the first three, four, five holes, you know, he, he, he dropped the shot. And, uh, at one point it got a little squirrely. I think he, I remember standing next to him and he looked over at, you could see him look over at the scoreboard and see his four stroke lead down to two at that point. And, uh, you know, that's when, that's when the bad voices start in your head. So, you know, he shook that off that the iron that he hit on six was just beautiful. And, uh, and then he made birdie on, I believe, eight, and that kind of he, he said in his press conference afterward. That's when that's when he felt like he could breathe. And from that point forward, you could see it like that walk that he has. I think that's when it you kind of saw that return once once he once he got going there late on the in the front nine, and then from there it was just rolling. You know, Brendan, it felt like at at points there was a second competition happening in that final group, and and that was who can look the most chill during the fourth round of the Masters tournament. I mean, as great as Dustin Johnson played, uh, he looked just as relaxed. And Sanjay M, by the way, his playing partner in that final group, he striped the ball today as well in his first Masters appearance in the final round. There, there was a, a lot of great golf on display. I know you look at the leaderboard and you say to yourself, wow, you know, it, it was a runaway for Dustin Johnson, which it was, but uh, Cameron Smith, a, a youngster from Australia, there was a heavy international presence in this field. The Masters loves that. Uh, a, a young international presence as well. What was your overall takeaway for uh, – a unique masters that was crammed into the back end of this schedule. But as we're talking here right now, they got it done. Yeah. I I think it was a a good reminder of this golf course that, you know, it's still about, um, you know, who can, who can play with patience and precision and, and make and execute shots. You know, sometimes it's executing the, the, the simple shot. That's more important than, you know, being able to take an angle or do this or do that. Um, you know, those guys all played very heady golf, it felt like. And, you know, some of the guys that you would expect to maybe be in more control of things were, were not. Um, you know, there's a reason. Rory McIlroy, the way that he was playing the, 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 uh, the, the course and the way that he was swinging the club for 92% of his time out here, 
was at a caliber that should have been damn near shoulder to shoulder with DJ at, at least pushed him, but it was just a couple monster errors that eliminated him. And you just can't do that at, at Augusta national. And those guys um, that, that you rattled off, they, you know, they were just very kind of steady players. And um, for the first time guys, massively impressive. You mentioned Sung Jay, but also Abraham answer, you know, today obviously was not his day, but you know, he, he was a first time uh, participant in the masters um, had never stepped foot on this property until last Wednesday. And he was in the final group of the masters. It's pretty damn impressive. It really is. And speaking of impressive, I, I, I think I want to go big picture on, on Dustin Johnson, talk about his legacy. Uh, the local guy is from, from Columbia, South Carolina, only an hour away from, from Augusta, Georgia, uh, he was part of that group. Dustin was of players with with one major championship, and and that group is is a, is a large group of people. Now he's got two. What does this mean for him and in his career? Yeah, it's. I think forty seven guys have won two majors. It's not that many. Um, right. But more importantly, you know, his U.S. Open he won it at Oakmont. You know, one of the what three hard, two or three hardest uh, U.S. Open tracks. And, and now he wins the Masters um, after so many years of coming close and probably having to get past some, some mental demons a little bit. Um, as everyone knows, you know, he's four times in majors. He's blown 54-hole leads. And he said as much afterward, like, I had to prove myself that I could do this, that I could have a lead going into Sunday of a major and close the door. Um, and that is something that, like, it's not easy playing with a lead. I know we just look at it on paper, but – it, it's it's much easier in theory, I would say. And, uh, yeah, I mean, today he's proved to be of just a elite, elite level um, where, you know, his resume is always stacked up with whatever it is, you know, 24 wins or something like that uh, in his career. I think today he tied Gary Player for, for career wins. Um, you know, to, to add the second major, though, uh, you know, I, I hate the word validation because it sounds so – you know, it's just unfair, you know, who, who, who has to validate themselves. It's such a kind of preposterous thing to say. But, you know, in terms of his career historically and legacy, whatever you want to say, um, I mean, for a lot of people, this is going to kind of be a, a proper uh, underlining of the resume. Like, this, he's, he's a guy who stacks up historically amongst the greatest um, to play. And a quick side note, by the way, you know, when, when Dustin looks back at his career and remembers his first Masters victory, and I say it that way, too, because he's 36 years old. This isn't going to be the first time he – or the last time, excuse me, that he plays in the Masters. He's got a ticket uh, to that event for now the rest of his career. Um, he's going to look back at these pictures, and he's going to see Tiger Woods putting that green jacket on him. That's pretty yeah. cool. It is. It is. Um, and it's interesting you bring up his age because that was, that was my question during the press conference was, you know, all the money you've made, all the things you've accomplished, like it would be pretty easy for a guy like DJ to dial things back. I think at this point, right? Like maybe just not quite have that drive of, um, you know, the want or the, you know, I'm still going to work this hard when no one's watching all that stuff that goes into it. I mean, when you've got whatever it is, you know, 50 million in the bank, you're married to you know, you've got young kids, like, it would be, in my opinion, pretty easy and understandable 
if Dustin Johnson just kind of faded off, right? Um, and he said, he's like, you know, my game feels great, and as long as that's the case, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna work my ass off to to go out and, and do these things. And he's like, I think I've got eight to ten years um, left in me of, of being able to compete this way. So I've always been interested in like kind of the maybe misconceptions of or perceptions of uh, of of DJ because of, you know, his nonchalance is interpreted as, as not wanting or as not caring. Um, and he's probably one of the more misunderstood athletes maybe of, um, of the last 20 years. Maybe that's hyperbole because he just won the masters and I'm standing here on the back deck looking at Augusta national, but <laughs> there's there, it does, that is kind of creeping into my, uh, my, my thought pattern here. Not a bad place to be, by the way, on a Sunday afternoon. Not bad at all, the, man. On the, on the back deck at Augusta. <laughs> um, you know, Sunday for me of the Masters, Brendan, is always this bittersweet type moment because that's when you realize that, you know, this is the premier event in golf and it's over and we have to wait 12 months to see it again. Today, it, it felt like a completely different experience knowing that this tournament will be played again in April, only a short five months away from now. What, what are DJ's chances of, of showing back up in April and getting this thing done again? I mean, it'd be pretty hard to pick against him, wouldn't it? Yes, um, it would. And, and, I, and I think you're right. Everything's kind of turned on its head, whereas the Masters usually starts you know, the golf season, right? Um, it's when, you know, for us people who live up in the North and stuff, it's like when it's the, the Masters also means like I get to put my jacket away and and maybe get my clubs back out, um, at least in Michigan. Um, but now it's the end of the season and now we're going into winter um, and the golf season's over. Um, but for, for DJ, like I feel like this, this, if anything, is going to turn him up even more. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him repeat or see him maybe rattle off two or three more in the next two years. Um, I mean, he's as dialed in, and this is not this was not an out of nowhere performance. Um, I feel like maybe because of maybe it was the the, the COVID diagnosis that he got and and all that or or whatever. But I mean, if you look at his 2020 season. You know, it probably should have been far more uh, plausible than people gave uh, consideration to that that he would win in a runaway. Um, you know, what he did through the through the playoffs and and so on and so forth, and his performance in the majors this year. You know, he's he is playing like the number one player in the world. Dustin Johnson, he's your 2020 Masters champion, who, by the way, set a new scoring record at Augusta national a whopping 20 under par and he looked really good doing it you can follow brendan quinn's work at the athletic uh one of our best golf writers uh the athletic has done an unbelievable job stepping up its its golf coverage in the last six months and that will continue as we roll into 2021 and we get four major championships on the schedule so make sure you follow brendan's work at the athletic thanks for joining our breaking news coverage go to the athletics new headlines section for much more on this story including brendan's article um, coming out of today's uh, final round of the Masters. To get access to that article and the, all of the Athletics' great sports content, visit www.theathletic.com slash headline pod where you can join for just $1 per week.
Brendan, thanks so much. Good to talk to you. Uh, enjoy the trip back to to Michigan from beautiful Augusta, Georgia. Thank you, John. Be safe out there, everyone. Mm-hmm.